Hey, everybody. This is Bevan. Welcome to Bevan, a femme over 40 and her friends podcast. Uh, This is your host, Bevan. And uh, I've said my name three times. It's time to start the show. Today, I just want to talk about the coronavirus, which is really what everyone is talking about these days because it's having an actual impact on everyone's lives. Um, I am a really unusual person in that I do not watch the news. I intentionally don't consume news media or anything like that. Um, but it's funny cause I told this to a, a couple that I delivered some Girl Scout cookies to last weekend, uh, who had just met and they were like, wait, you don't watch the news. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, do you know about the coronavirus? And I was like, of course, because basically like, I don't watch the news, but I still consume social media. I'm very curated in who I follow and who I listen to, but like several of the people I listen to write for Newsweek, the New York times, like you know what I mean? Like I, I have friends who, who are smart and know things. And so I discern what goes into my head and I just like basically try not to listen to or consume the news because I think it's meant to frighten us. If we could have news that was like 90% stories of actual people overcoming obstacles to become who they're meant to be in their greatness, I would totally listen to the news. And then 10% is the stuff that we need to like be aware of. But I really do think the news exists to kind of freak us out and sell more anxiety medication um, because they're trying to sell ad spots. And it's, you know, if you watch Bowling for Columbine, that might give you a good basis for um, how I make these decisions. But anyway, all that to say, I totally know about the coronavirus. It's obviously wildly affecting me um, as a person who... Uh, teaches at retreats and events, many of which have been canceled, uh, which I find so like heartbreaking for many reasons, because I think it's super vital for humans to gather, um, especially for humans to gather amongst uh, common interests and passions. Um, you know, we're so spread out in the world. Um, and then the internet gets to connect us. And it's just even cooler when we get to kind of go from online to in person and make those connections and glow up together. And, you know, I'm speaking specifically about the Glowing Goddess Getaway, a women's self-care cannabis retreat that I teach at. And um, so the April and May uh Glowing Goddess Getaways, uh, originally scheduled for Southern California and Oregon, are both postponed, not canceled, just postponed until later this year. Um, and something that's fun about that, like a fun offshoot, is that we're going to do virtual events so we can actually connect with a lot more people, um, but we, we don't get to gather together. And the gathering in person is so nice because, like, when you meet people and, like, everyone's vibing up and everyone is just kind of reflecting this, like, best version of each other, like, I really find it sacred and I find people find more of themselves with each other. But my hope is that people will still see, like, in this time where we're, there's so many events that are being canceled and so many gatherings that are being canceled, that people will see the value in still connecting and still choose to connect, even in much smaller numbers. Um, I would love to see people, you know, gathering for the Glowing Goddess Getaway virtual event, like, in little little clusters, you know? And, like... Um, when this is also reminding me very deeply of when my partner, my ex-partner, um, had, uh, breast cancer and she was going through chemo and radiation, we really had to be super careful about how we interacted with other people in the world because she was immune compromised. So she started doing this thing where she would like touch people on the toe instead of hugging them, um, as like a connection point. 
Um, and we asked that anybody who like even felt like maybe sick not to come hang out, but like we actually set it up so that she had someone coming over every single day, uh, around dinner time, either to bring dinner or to just hang out and watch TV, which really lifted her spirits because like, you know, being immune compromised is kind of social isolation in many ways. And so, um, there's people who are immune compromised know the protocols and what to do. Like I didn't eat from a buffet for like a year because of, you know, how buffets like aren't good for immune compromised people. Um, anyway, there's just a lot of protocol out there, but I love that, you know, we have this opportunity to all get to experience what that's like for folks. And then maybe that can inspire us to connect and reach out more. Um, I also, just because I've been living rurally for four months now, um, I actually have as part of my daily self-care uh, to connect with three people. And often that takes the form of having a phone call with an old friend. I have talked to, caught up with so many of my friends and still working through like connecting through people. Like I just like, I, I want to know how people are and like the real story, not just the social media story, but the real story of what people are living. And um, I hope this inspires more people to get on the phone. Um, it's also just super important to remember that panic <laughs> lowers our immune system, fear lowers our immune system, and things like movement raises our immune system, hugs and laughter raise our immune system. And I know we're like not hugging just everybody these days, but like, you know, the people who you're sharing air with in your home could probably hug them, right? Until and unless there's like a need to quarantine them. And I remember when uh, my ex-fiance was going through chemo and I got sick. And I, my therapist at the time, the first time I ever went to therapy was when um, I got free caregiver therapy from the Lesbian Cancer Initiative. Thank goddess for that. Um, And I remember seeing my therapist and she was like, are you blaming your body for being human? (laughs) And I was like, what? And she's like, you're really beating yourself up a lot about getting sick, which is just a very human thing to have happen. Um, and, and, you know, for me, like, I just felt like such a failure as a caregiver because I felt like I had to be there for her. Um, and then when I wasn't able to be there for her, it was so frustrating, but like, actually I needed to get better. I needed to be safe. And like, it was super great that we had like another place for her to go live. Like, I don't remember where she went. She went to, I think, stay with a friend or something, but, um, and I stayed home by myself and I just felt like a total failure until my therapist pointed out to me that I was beating myself up for something something that wasn't my fault. Um, and I just kind of accepted it and moved on. Um, but it was just a really interesting time to like have to walk through the world, um, with just like a heightened awareness about immunity. And this was when I was living in New York city. So like, um, yeah, I just, I'm so grateful actually that I live rurally. And so I have less of a city danger. Um, I'm like in my house being like, yeah, actually I'm the only one who's touched any of this stuff. So as long as I keep it tidy and clean. Um, but I'm also washing my hands a lot as everyone suggests, um, and finding my uplift in the places I can. Like, I'm just trying to like make it fun wherever I possibly can, which is like some really great leadership advice I've been getting, um, about like the only thing I can have control over is my attitude, um, and the way uh, I use my time. And this is a great time. Like if you, this is a really great opportunity. If you're a person who has struggled with boundaries or needing boundaries with people, the corona and needing to self-quarantine is a great excuse to like create boundaries without actually having to use your words and tell someone I need to have a boundary until you're ready to like know you have a boundary, right? 
Um, it's also a great way to like see what it's like to be with your kids without a bunch of extracurricular activities, like pulling everyone away and pulling their attention away. Like I'm excited for people to feel what it's like to, to connect more. Um, I feel super sad for like our system and the way the system doesn't support like working moms, single moms, people who like don't have extended networks of caregivers um, who can like, like if your kids are sent home from school and you're a first responder and you have to go be a firefighter and you don't have anyone to stay home with your kids, like what are you doing? Like there's just so much impossibility because we still have service workers who are necessary in our society who don't have, um, the, all the resources we need. It's just, it drives me nuts. Cause like, I think teachers should be the best paid people in our society. Cause it's the, one of the most crucial jobs, but instead we have, you know, they have to fight just to get health insurance and to make a living wage in some places. And yeah, all of this is just bananas. But I will also say in addition to the Corona, we also have this like hot presidential election happening. And I know a lot of my listeners are not in the United States. And so I just want to tell you my perspective on all that, which is it's wild <laughs> to feel like you don't have a choice. Like the way I, like I'm so disappointed in the democratic party as a whole, simply because we've lost an election twice in the last 20 years because of the electoral college, but they haven't done anything to change the electoral college. And so we just keep getting beaten down through this like antiquated system of primary elections, state by state and, um, electoral college, which like is very state by state when we now have, you know, that was a system that was set up in a time when we didn't have access, free access to news media the way we do now. Right. Like, so I started this show with talking about how the news is terrible, but I'm also saying we have more access to information than ever before, which is both great and terrible. But since we can have an informed electorate, I don't think we need delegates anymore. Like that's just like, it's, it's not necessary. And um, the fact that that still exists, I think, is just because the mainstream Democratic Party isn't that different than the mainstream Republican Party. Neither is actually making real change or being real leaders for us. Um, I had a lot of faith and hope in, in a future President Warren, but I'm actually super grateful that, you know, she ceased her presidential campaign and then got right back to work on the Senate because she's an elected representative, thank goddess. Um, so she's actually in there still in the fight. Um, I like, you know, personally, I'm still going to vote for blue, no matter what I'm going to vote for who's not Trump. Right. Cause I think that's horrible. Um, but like it's everything <laughs> in so far as the U S government is concerned, feels super chaotic and out of control. and a little bit scary. Um, I'll just say that from in here to out there. Um, but also like, I really trust, um, humanity and human beings as a whole. And I'm a very positive person. And so I do believe that like the arc of justice does the arc of time bends towards justice. I always believe that. And um, so I truly do believe like we're waiting out this horrible Trump presidency and hopefully not having too much damage control afterwards. Although, you know, that's, that's a pipe dream. But anyway, I just wanted to, to put that out there on the record just so people know what's happening in here, but also like the coronavirus is frightening and but also like, you know, it's a, it's a whole new world. It's a whole, it's a whole new opportunity, right? Like I was meeting people this weekend. I went to a drag show in Seattle, um, this weekend. I was super grateful to get to go. Um, queerly beloved was the show. I don't get to do a lot of nightlife stuff in Seattle cause I just don't have a place to stay. And briefly my friend Magali, who you heard on the podcast a few episodes ago, um, was living in Seattle. And so her last weekend in town, I got to come and stay, um, on her trundle bed <laughs> and, um, 
uh, go out to this drag show and it was really fun to just get to see some really vibrant queer nightlife. The show is called Queerly Beloved. Um, and I had actually been to the same show, different cast, um, in Atlanta. So it was like really fun to like be with people from Atlanta, like McGalley's from Atlanta, like at a show that I had seen in Atlanta, but then with a Seattle cast, it was wild and cool. And I was like, what even time is this? What even place is this? Um, it was kind of this beautiful melding. But also, I, you know, came of age doing drag performance. And so it was really fun to see people doing drag now, right? Like in this, and, and not in like the polished RuPaul way either, like a little bit more like DIY, um, gender free, gender magic, um, sort of anything goes underground performance, downtown artist scene type of drag, like that kind of stuff uh, really excites me. Um, and it's just, it's just cool to see people giving their all and, and putting all their personality into things. Cause I think drag is really like gender jacked all the way up to 10. Um, and it's not like male or female, it's gender and it's performance and it's playful and messy and fun. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's an art form. Um, so it's just really fun to get to do that. And like, but also like everyone I met, like we were elbow tapping or toe tapping, like these kind of greetings in the age of Corona, right? Like it really does. It's, it's a moment in time where, it, where everything is different from here on out. Isn't that interesting? Like how, like we have these eras in time anyway. So all that to say out there, if you're struggling, um, think through your future goals, like use this time to like set some boundaries with people or, or really figure out what's not serving you. Cause when you're not, when suddenly so much is taken away and you have like this time of freedom, maybe because you're not doing so many events or you're not out or you have to like rethink your life. It's a good opportunity to just reset, recenter, set a vision for where you want to go, what you want to be doing with your life. Like what would your ideal life look like five years from now? And then once you set that vision and really think through what you want your life to be, line up your days so that day by day you're taking a little bit of action towards that. Because um, I'll tell you, for me, like, I feel like I'm getting the same results I was like a few months ago, but I feel really good about myself because I know I've done what I can control and I've, I've worked at what I can control. I'm doing what I can control. Like I'm doing, I'm going through Marie Forleo's B school for the fifth time. Um, and you know what, whatever, like B school has not yet worked for me, but it has a little, cause I'm sure there's so many elements of like my marketing and websites and things I've created in the last five years that are touched by it. Um, B school, like kind of good. It's, it costs about $2,000. The great thing about it is you get lifetime access. So you can always go back through it. Um, and she says right from the beginning, there's no behind in B school. Um, enrollment only happens like two weeks a year and, um, and then they do it as a live cycle. Um, but you have access to the course all year long. So I've written an ideal customer avatar <laughs> four times going on five and, you know, like, but it's helpful to like revisit that work again and again. And I was just thinking, cause someone had asked me like, Oh, how did you like B school? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, it wasn't the magic pill I thought it was going to be. And I'll tell you, I think the real missing formula for me has always been um, not having a coach to go through like my emotional highs and lows from as an entrepreneur. Like I just needed someone to hold my hand and tell me that things were normal and that, you know, just to help me figure out. Because when you're tinkering constantly with things, which is really what being in business and being an entrepreneur is, it's just constantly like trying, failing, trying, failing, seeing what works and then doing what works more and more. Right. But like when you don't have someone who's smart and uh, who's been there before and can help you like rise, ride through those ties, um, tides, 
it's it's harder. And so now I have like more support in my life. Uh, and so I'm like, you know what, let me do this again and see if I can do this again and just hit it out of the park. Um, cause you never know. Uh, anyway, so like, and I, and I'll say that personally really moved to do this because I think marketing has been the biggest thing that I miss when I did my workout videos for Fat Kid Dance Party, because I did this amazing crowdfund that got me um, the product that I wanted. It's a, it's so beautiful, and it's like even better than what I thought it was going to be. It's four workout videos that you can stream anywhere via Vimeo. But I don't really, like the marketing part of it, I just didn't think through ahead of time, and I've just kind of been trying and trying and trying. And also, if you can hear that noise, it's a bunch of quail flying by. Um, at rapid pace. This is about the time of day when the quail fly. Um, but anyway, so that's what I'm working on. I was like, well, you know, a bunch of my events got canceled or postponed for April. I'm still driving down to Joshua Tree for the Glowing Goddess Getaway because um, they're still paying me to do the virtual event, which I'm super excited that I get to do that and provide that. Um, and I'm still going to teach Fat Dance Party on tour while I'm driving through California. I'd been planning it and like, um, wanting to do it. And, you know, my classes are never more than like five or seven people. So it's not going to be a crowd bigger than 10, which is what the CDC is recommending not to gather in bigger than 10 crowd. Um, and so, and you know, movement's good for your immune system. So I'm looking forward to connecting. If any of y'all are in like Sacramento, San Francisco, Half Moon Bay, those kinds of places, LA. So be on the lookout for those tour dates, but, um, you know, it's a little mini tour. I film all my classes for my online weekly aerobics classes that you can, uh, gain access to through my Patreon, which is the best way to support this podcast. So if what I do in the world is valuable to you, if you want to support my work in the world to make, uh, people love themselves in a world that is not supportive of self-love, um, if that, appeals to you, if this podcast is valuable to you, consider joining at the $5 level and getting access to my special podcast of minis plus updates I don't share anywhere else. Or you can join at the $25 level and get access to my weekly online aerobics classes. There's a fresh class available every week and there's always four classes at a time, a 10 minute, a 20 minute, 45 minute, and a full 50 to 60 minute class. Um, it's super fun. I love teaching online aerobics. Like I love that I've been doing this now for a little over a year and it's just, uh, like such a great opportunity for me to connect to people literally anywhere who have an internet connection. Um, I'm so grateful for the internet and I'm so grateful for the technologies and platforms we have available now. Um, so that like even during a global pandemic, uh, many people, it's, Saying global pandemic is actually redundant. Just during a pandemic, um, I uh, I can still connect with people. And I love that we have all this technology where we can connect. And now, you know, more time flexibility because <laughs> we don't have extracurricular events and not a lot of people, you know. Anyway, it's it, there's I, I'd love to see the opportunity in this. And I just challenge you to see maybe where there's some opportunity for you. Um, if you're interested in the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash FKDP, which stands for Fat Kid Dance Party, which is my aerobics class. And um, just from my heart to yours, I just want you to know that wherever you are, you are worthy of love exactly as you are. You're amazing. There's nothing you need to do to be worthy. You just are. Um, and I also just want to give you from my heart to yours, just the intention that your immune system and all of your cells are just vibrating with excitement and they're protecting you and they are keeping you healthy and high vibe so that you can go out and do whatever it is on your heart 
and that whatever dream you have, because you're meant to do that specific thing that is just for you. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.